Welcome to podcast number 72, brought to you by Help with Parkinson's. Our guest today is Diana Butvinick, and I'm your host, Warren Butvinick. That's right, she's my wife. <laughs> okay. And I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Tell them why so, you're exhausted. So 70, 71 guests, no problem. Guest number 72 took me an hour. But That's because you weren't ready for it. Okay. That's why. So what do we? So, okay. So what are we going to do? We're going to talk about what's going on today. And uh, today's what? March thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, my lucky day. Yeah, it's Friday the thirteenth. But um, we want to let everybody know what's been going on. Probably is. Um, let me think. I think the first thing you did is that you went to Lifeways and you had a, an interview. Yeah, I had an interview with the communications director and uh, it was a pretty good interview. Right. And Matthew? Gonna, Matthew. And he's going to be uh, being a speaker at one of our support group meetings in a week or right. so. Right. And uh, you've so, been busy with your caregiver stuff. Yes, trying to get it kick-started and stuff. But so we did that, and then um, I think, what else did we do? We went to the East Shore support group meeting. Right. We were there, and uh, there was a gentleman, uh, the speaker there was Barry. Yep, Barry, Barry Gordon. Gordon. He, right, and he's a, a senior tech tutor. He helps older people with their technology. And I haven't, I have a podcast with him in a couple of weeks. All right. That was a good meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, we learned a lot of stuff. Um, we learned, I know the one thing I have a question about that. Uh, and I guess I'm going to have to ask the police officer this question because somebody asked a question that was very interesting. If you don't have phone service, can you still use a phone and call 911? That I know is true. It is true. You can do that. You can do that. All the phones, when they deactivate, they say no emergency calls only. Okay. So, so it does work. That's why they give it to these shelters for the women for protection. Okay. So, so carrying a phone, if you don't have service is a good safety precaution, I guess. Yeah. If, if you have you nothing else. An, yeah. If you need it for an emergency. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. a good thing. Um, what else did we learn at that meeting? He did talk about certain things. I guess he went into detail. Well, he didn't go into good detail because it takes a long time to figure this out. But I guess putting your medical information on your phone. Right, right. so that first responders could know about you. Yeah, that's very important. Right. But but he's going to be here in a couple of weeks. Okay. We could talk, we could, okay. You know what, give away everything. Okay. All righty. So no, we, we did that. And you forgot about the uh, seminar we went to. No, no. I was going to also talk. We went to Hagerstown, too. All right. We went to Hagerstown uh, support group meeting, which is, uh, I guess it's a little over an hour away, I think. from. from yeah, about house. an hour away. But it was a very good meeting. Yeah, that was uh, a doctor was there. Right. Talking about dyskinesias. He came all the way from, uh, from Washington, D.C., Right. Are you going to interview him? I'm going to try. 
he's hard he's hard to get a hold of right but but it was very interesting because mm -hmm. um very technical of, about dyskinesia and how did he describe it when you're on um oh my gosh how did he say that you you're when on you dyskinesias are off with dyskinesias which is very like complicated to describe mm -hmm. because you have to know which one is happening to you mm -hmm. and I, I would think a lot of people don't know you know am i having this or am i having that or am i having both yeah one's We're, one's one's like shakiness and one's dancing movements so it's kind of i guess the fact that i have them it makes me understand a little bit more right okay so that was a good meeting we mm -hmm. did that plus he passed around uh, a flyer of a gentleman that no that was a yeah he passed around a flyer of a gentleman that had been missing for a while right and he, he ended up, they found him yeah they found him he was missing for how many days so about two weeks yeah he was missing he had dementia mm -hmm. okay and they found him in the hospital mm -hmm. okay so we had that okay and then after that then i guess we and we were supposed to do a meeting on march 11th on the west shore right bethany village right and we didn't go so that we can attend the business of uh, cannabis. Yes, Med medical marijuana. Okay, so that was really interesting. That was an all-day thing there. Mm -hmm. But but we met a lot of interesting people that hopefully you're going to inter interview them. Right, I have one, one on the line right now. She should be contacting me in a couple of days. An and attorney. That was that was an attorney. Right. She had a lot of good information, mm -hmm. things about that, that I didn't even think about when it comes to having the card. So I guess you and her will go into that. In yeah, it's detail. complicated because the uh, federal government still has it on its ban list and uh, the state government doesn't. So the, the right. prosecution, they're kind of caught in the middle and it's sometimes you get yourself in trouble when you think you, you're safe. Right. But, uh, just stay tuned to that. that that'll be a good one okay yeah definitely we learned we talked to a lot of people and that was an all-day thing and it was definitely worth going to mm -hmm. that was really good um so we did that uh, i finally got okay to have a support group meeting at the giant in right here in on trundle road but that and that was supposed to have been march 23rd but because of what's going on right now yeah the corona I'm almost yeah the coronavirus so we're definitely not doing that but we can do we can do something like we're doing now yeah we could tap into people's homes they could on their cell phones and we could have a virtual meeting right because at this point everybody's going to what do they call that um when they don't want you going out and about quarantine yeah, well, no, they, they called it something where you're not quarantining yourself. You're kind of, oh, they had a special word for that, what they were calling it. I don't know. Just not, just not being in a bunch of places when you, when you really don't have to. You're not quarantined. You're social, what do they call that? Social avoidance. Yeah. They want and, you to be six, six feet apart. 
Right. And that's something me and you are trying to do. Stay six feet but, apart. <laughs> no, not, not us. With people. That's <laughs> With been going on people. a lot longer than this virus. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. But they're saying, especially because you have Parkinson's. Right, because I'm considered susceptible to worst case, worst case right. problem. But uh, my doctor said that's mainly diabetics and very old people. But they but still don't know. Right, but I'm still being careful. Right, so we're being careful. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were expecting to travel in the beginning of April, and everything's going to be up in the air. We're not right. sure if we're going to be doing that. Definitely. So there's a lot of things that are happening with everybody. Um, the stores, everybody's going crazy buying everything. Paper plates, toilet paper. Yeah, I was at Sam's and that whole back aisle with the paper mm -hmm. towels and toilet paper was nothing was there. No water, that's, no. Yep, nothing. that's going on all over the country. That's going on. Down in Florida, they said it was going on. New York. I have a yeah, sister every, in New York. Everywhere. She says they're fighting over toilet paper. And I guess the big cities, it's, it's a little worse in the big cities as far as people panicking, I think. I spent all day cutting this toilet paper in squares. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, Everybody you gets didn't. two squares. <laughs> no, you didn't. So, so we're hoping, I mean, we always wanted to do this anyway on online. Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of people, we always, we always thought about, you know, the caregivers and the people with Parkinson's, it's hard to get out. So how are they going to get all their information? And we always figured this would be a good way. Plus, with Zoom, you said we can have people be in the meeting with us, right? Yeah. And how many people can be in this meeting with us? It's uh, unlimited, up to 45 minutes. 45 minutes. If and I, they can I, be asking questions and everything. Right. If I paid a little bit extra, then I can get uh, unlimited minutes with no matter how many people. So if it starts getting crowded, then maybe we'll do that. Right. But, but I've always thought this would be the best thing to do. I know that going to meetings is very helpful because we've been doing it for, what, 11 years, mm -hmm. 10 years, going to meetings. And we just don't go to one meeting. We try to find out where all the meetings are at within our area. Right. So that's always been my goal was to bring all the all the people together from all the different groups. Right. And that's with with uh, computers. Right. So, so and that's why that's why it's so good to have somebody like Barry so that he can, uh, you know, to talk to people about how to get on the computer and stuff. Right. Right. So that'll be good. Uh, and eventually we're hoping to do live streaming. Right, that goes along with uh, what we're what we're doing. Right, you just I just didn't feel like streaming today for sure. Right, I'm running around and doing stuff. Mm -hmm. um, they just closed all the schools right. for two weeks. I can't I I can't even imagine what these parents are going to do with their children and the and the yeah, with no and warning because uh, that's that's going to be chaotic. For a lot of so, I mean, hopefully, you know, I'm going to be helping. I'm going to be helping my daughter if the kids 
are in school and I'm lucky because my son lives parallel across the way and my daughter lives, what, Kathy lives less than three miles. Right, but so, the, pro the problem is we're supposed to be segregating ourselves from people. And if you start watching kids, that's going to bring a whole nother group of people in. Right. That's, that's, that's the thing they did discuss careful. that. Yeah, they did discuss that because if, if the kids are running around, mm -hmm. you don't know who they're running around with. Right. So I get, I guess in these couple of days, and mm -hmm. because things are happening fast. I mean, it's going from them talking about one state doing one thing to now we're in a state of emergency. Right. It just gives the government a little extra powers to get things done. Right. And that, and that's the part, that's the part that if they need to, they can do a lot of stuff. They can mm -hmm. say, you know what, at 10 o'clock, nobody's going to be on the streets. And on, that's going to happen if it gets bad. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you described it to me. You showed me, a, you showed me a diagram. That if, that if people stay, yeah, graph, that if people stayed home, they'd be able to kind of control. How, can you describe that the way you were saying, yeah. you were telling me? If everybody stays segregated and, and doesn't, are not in public infecting people or getting infected, then the, the management of the virus could be kept under control by, by the infrastructure we have right now. But if right. everybody stays out and uh, gets everybody else sick with the virus, it's going to be unable to be sustained by the by the local medical community, and that's when they're going to have to triage people and just take care of the ones that need it the most. So it could be a real problem. Right, because I think there's something right now saying how hospitals there aren't enough beds. No, of course not. Not 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 for five thousand people. With, right. with, with virus, you know, with flu symptoms. So, and that's why it's best that people stay. Right. People, people say, I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm just going to go out and do what I want. They're actually right. harming people because every, even if everybody just infects 10 people by the geometric way of it, of it going, it could be thousands of people are affected unnecessarily. Right. unnecessarily. So it's, it's right. not just, it's not just, people that are afraid that don't go out. It's people that understand that they're trying to keep the virus down to a manageable level. Okay. So we decided to do this kind of unprepared. We just said, you know what, we're going to, we're going to do a podcast. We're going to talk about a little bit about what we, what we did and what we plan to do. Mm -hmm. So we plan to do more of these. And we, we would like to have people's ideas of what they want us to talk about. Or maybe well, eventually we may, we may open it up to calls once we get right? that figured out. Well, well, it's going to be where people are already canceling stuff. Mm -hmm. Did, did uh, Art say anything about... No, he didn't get back to me yet. About his support group? Are they still right. having their meeting? No, they, they canceled it. So they did cancel their meeting. Yeah, I, I, I sent him an email asking if he wants me to set it up as a virtual meeting just to get at least some people involved. Right. Well, I think this is going to be a good thing. I mean, people aren't going to be allowed to 
Well, it's not that they're not going to be allowed, but it's probably best that they don't go out and about. So, but this will be a good way for them, for us to have meetings. Right. And this is something we were always planning to do anyway. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this will all work out. I think with kids being out of school, the worst thing for them to be doing would be running around infecting everybody and infecting us or whatever house they stay. So. They probably just have to pick a house and just stay there. Right. Yeah. Which, is, which makes the most sense. This is wow. un- un- unprecedented. And you know, today, um, that was on the news, what was that, 27 years ago today, we had mm-hmm. that big blizzard in 1993. Right. right. So, and I remember I just moved here in September of 92. So what, five months later, we had that nice big blizzard. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we, we, I moved here from California and my kids were not used to Pennsylvania. And then boom, we end up in a blizzard. And my kids were going nuts just being home for five days. Mm-hmm. This is, these kids are going to be out of school for what? Two, two weeks. weeks. At least two weeks. So, well. It's going to be time to bring out the board games. Yeah. See, the problem is there's no, there's no uh, immunity to this virus. So as long as it's out there, it, it's, never, it's never going to go away unless it gets choked off by people sheltering in, in their house. Right. Because it, and they need really, to do the testing. Well, they don't have to. But if everybody shelters themselves and don't, doesn't, doesn't get infected and doesn't infect anybody else, it should die out pretty quick. But, but if, they, uh, if everybody just goes along their, their normal activities, it'll keep sticking around because there's no, there's no immunity to it. That's what, that's what makes it different. Wow. Wow. And then, um, what was I going to say? So if you have a fever, you're not feeling well, yeah, you can you still... You, you don't go to the doctor. That's the thing they they were stressing today. If if you feel like you're getting the the, the virus, don't mm-hmm. go to the don't go to the uh, walk-in clinics. Stay at home and talk to somebody over the phone and get advice at the doctor's office because all you'll be doing is infecting everybody in the office. Oh, okay. So there's no oh, no yeah. sense doing that. Right. So just get a, get advice from your doctor's office what what you should do. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to set up like um, 800 numbers, aren't they? Like I, the, I don't know. the Department of Health or something. But that's, we're going to be listening to the news and we're going to keep tabs on, on what's going on. And then we, we can relay what we find out. Yeah. You know, the information for people. Yeah, on the website, the uh, helpwithparkinsons.com, there's a, uh, there's a, a, a page that uh, you could communicate with us. You could just a contact form. Right. And, and can, then you have that phone number. They can leave you a message on your phone number that you have. Yeah, that's uh, the 717-902-9756. Yeah, definite. Try to leave us a message and let us know what it is you guys want to hear or, or us talk about or if you have any questions that we can answer. 
Yeah. And if you have a lot of free time now that you can't leave, we got 72 podcasts for you to listen to. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, um, so what else can we talk about? I said, uh, I say we wrap it up for now. Good. Okay. We kind of put it out there without rehearsing or anything, but that's what we said we were going to do. Yeah. I'm just going to upload this and not even edit it or anything. Thank goodness. They didn't hear us a half hour before we started. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's a little rough. Yep. All righty then. I'm, and we're not in the same room. I'm, I'm downstairs in, in my office that I'm creating and you're upstairs in your office. Yep. All right. And I, all righty then I'll say, I'll say good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye-bye.